gentlemen. Brothers and sisters! Brothers and sisters! I don't know what this world is coming to! What's up, y'all? Once again, it's the full disclosure show. I'm Derek Lamont Williams the first. We got Big Dick Daphne, Barbara Rich Green, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. What's up, y'all? We want to wish everybody a happy, happy Mother's Day. To all the mothers out there, special shout out to my mom, Miss Patricia Ann. You know what I mean? One a wonderful mom. No one will be jealous, y'all. You know, because I got the best mom. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And, and to my special shout out to my own, my kids' mom. You've done a wonderful job. All the mothers out there. You know what I mean? Y'all watching, y'all comment. Please shout out to your mom so we can shout them out on the show. Hey, yeah. Shout out to my mother, Patricia Mitchell. Shout out to my wife, Denise Green. Shout out to all my sisters, my aunties. My cousins, I know my extended family. I know some beautiful women who are beautiful mothers. Yeah. I want to give a shout out to my mama, my sister, my aunties, and my cousins. And even some of the men in my life because some of the men in my life is playing mother and father. So, shout out to the Did y'all hear that? Mm-hmm. No, we get, we get a shout out on Mother's Day. You know, they always get a shout out on Mother's Day. You know, we get one too. Yeah. It got custody of the kids and playing mommy and daddy and vice versa. Kara McLean, I don't know if you're a mother, but happy Mother's Day. Find Lisa Smart. If you're a mom, happy Mother's Day to you. What's going on with your James L. Rankin Senior in the house? Shout out to him, man. You know, to the people whose mother's no longer here. Yes, yeah, You know, Gracie James, I know. You know, she was, shout out to all my surrogate moms, man. She say was that. one of my surrogate moms as well as your mom. Mm-hmm. You know, Kat, you know, yeah. you know, it takes a village back yeah, in the day. And it, I had a lot of moms, you know, so shout out to everybody. All the moms, that even the ones that don't got kids. Audrey you can Neal. still be moms, aunts, you know what yeah, I mean? That's your mommy. That's what I say. It's a lot of times, you know, uh, it's women out there who didn't have children, but take care of the kids just like they was there. So mm-hmm. shout out to all the aunties and the surrogates and I'm a, I, I got the I got the watch party hosting. Shout out to you, Natisha C Wave. Happy Mother's Day to you. You know what I mean? I coach both her sons in football, you know what I mean? So another great all the great moms, man, happy Mother's Day. That's real that's it. That's not an easy job being a mother. Man, it's, and it's the most rewarding. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? The know. mother is the first teacher of the child. Yeah. You know, the mother you can't underestimate. Mama's everything. You know, mama's everything. God to a child. Yes. You know what yes, I'm saying? Indeed. A child learns his language from a mom, from the mother's tongue comes everything. So nothing more powerful than a, than a mom. You know? Yes, People indeed. love their daddy, but you know, they love their yeah, mama. Love mama. <laughs> yeah. Mama. We, we, we good. Like, oh, my daddy died. <laughs> we just I, get I bake it in. We just get a big, big piece, piece of chicken. chicken. Yeah. <laughs> We're going we to go ahead and get into the proceedings, you know what I'm saying? We're going to kick it off with the social media post of the week. All right, y'all. Well, you know what? Social media post of the week. We're just going to go right into it. What's going on, nephew? Tony Reeves Jr. Talk about moms. His mother, Tanya Mitchell, that's my big sister. She's she the bomb. Dominique Nunu Scott, Hey, she's a mom herself, so happy Mother's Day to you. She's raising three on her own, but my sister Jewel Mitchell was bomb, raised Raised them by, raised her by herself. So, uh, but you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna talk about social media post of the week, y'all. What is everybody talking about? Oh. Aisha Curry. <laughs> we're gonna talk about Aisha Curry and her comments on the Red Table Talk. I don't know if y'all ever seen it. That's a show that my girl Jada Pinkett Smith has on. Shout out to Jada Pinkett Smith, the whole Smith family, Will Smith, her mom, and her her daughter Willow. You know, it's, it's a great show. I've watched it a few times, and uh, you know, just. Very interesting, very real conversations that they had. So, I'm just going to kind of read something uh, that Aisha Curry said. And uh, hopefully, y'all, we can chime in on this. So, a comment Aisha Curry made on Monday's episode of Red Table Talk has made her the subject of endless memes and tweets, both in criticism and support. The fallout from the interview with the women on the Red Table Talk came in response to an admission she made a feeling insecure about the disproportionate attention uh, her husband receives. Her husband is a NBA superstar, all-time GOAT. I'm going to give it up to him, Steph Curry. You know, one of the best to ever lace him up. 
So this is what she said. And I quote, something that really bothers me and honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of insecurity is the fact, yeah, uh, there are all these women like throwing themselves at them. But me, like the past 10 years, I don't have any of that. Uh, she said, uh, I have zero. This sounds weird, but like male attention. And so then I begin to internalize it and I'm like, is something wrong with me? Mm. Uh, she said, uh, but it'd be nice to know that like someone's looking. So basically, you know, this is uh, paraphrasing. I mean, just going by what she said, she's feeling dwarfed by the uh, attention that her husband's receiving and that she's not. And she's wondering, like, he's getting all this attention from female fans and she, she ain't getting no love. So, um, you know, that's a that's a very vulnerable thing. Lisa, what's your thoughts on what she had to say? Um, I understand exactly where she's coming from. And, you know, when you become a mother and when you become a, uh, a wife, you lose your identity. You know, once you have one kid, you might still get up and take care of yourself and do your hair and find time for yourself once after child two come, that time becomes more scarce and the more kids you have, it becomes scarce. And then when you get a man, a husband that, you know, y'all might live together, y'all ain't married, but y'all live together. You cook, you clean, and you playing wifey roles because where we from, that's mostly what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You lose who you are. Mm -hmm. Especially, this this may not be their situation, but especially when you with a man and he might be cheating on you or you with a man and he's very popular. You know what I'm saying? And you start feeling some type of way about yourself. People kill me when I was reading these comments. They so fake. People are so fake. People get upset with the average female, the average man getting attention. You could be with a big time drug dealer. You could be with a man that just, he's just known in your state or your city for whatever reason. Okay. And then, you know what I'm saying? You get jealous because maybe females is always, hey, how you doing? And you know, he might be friendly, a people person, and you feel some type of way. It's men with a female, they with a female, and she might be a very attractive woman, very curvaceous woman, whatever, and guys is always hollering at her. He get insecure. I know men who don't even allow their women to go out to the, to the club mm. with their sister, with their family members, without them tripping. So for her to feel that way, it's understandable. Whether just people feel like because you're beautiful, whatever beauty is, or because you have all this money, that takes away your problems. If anything, that just adds on to your problems and make your problems even worse. Mm -hmm. You know, that's how I feel about it. And I think people are just being real fake about the situation. Mm -hmm. A lot of people was criticizing her and saying things like, oh, she a hoe. She a... I seen one comment where guy was like, uh, Aisha Curry is proof that no woman will ever be 100% satisfied. Mm. That was so stupid. That was such an ignorant comment for somebody to say something like that. Mm. That's just how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. right. What about you? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, what's up, Patrick Boy Cole? Derek? Well, uh, I want to focus more on the responses that, you know, she has gotten. And I see it, I see it like this. You know, it's one thing that I always, always uh, peep is you got people who judge and you got people who try to understand. Mm -hmm. You know, me, I've always been the type of person. I always try to understand where somebody's coming from, mm -hmm. where somebody's. One, one thing you understand, feelings don't, feelings are irrational. All right. We sometimes we feel a certain type of way and we have no reason to feel that way. You know what I mean? It's just you can't control how you feel. You control how you act or how you respond. You can sit there and be rational. Like, I, 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 I shouldn't feel this way. You know, there's nothing that's happened that lead me to feel a certain way. But sometimes feelings are how they are. So me, I always lean to try to understand. Whether you agree with somebody or not, you can just understand their point of view or where they're coming from, how they feel. You can't tell this woman how she should feel. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, and, but what, what what happens? Everybody wants to judge. Nobody wants to try to understand. You see everybody like, oh, she shouldn't feel that way. Yada, 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 yada. Or because, oh, she shouldn't feel that way because of this reason, that reason. Yeah. I'm not, I can't tell that woman how she should feel. This is how she feels. She's being honest about her feelings. You know what I mean? What, regardless of whether you agree with her or not, you should respect that off rip. Yeah. And then, and then it only takes time. I can understand why, how she could feel that way. You know what I mean? I can understand how being that the roles reverse. See, when you're talking about regular people, 
like you know, usually the, the uh, a, a man just were not famous. Two people, a man's woman is gonna get more attention than he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's just how it is. That's just it. You know what I mean? If your woman look halfway decent, you know she's gonna get the uh, you know, hey, beautiful, da 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 da, and then people just walk past you like you ain't you ain't standing <laughs> by. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But when now, but when she's with a person that's famous. And not saying, you know, Steph Curry is the pretty boy looking dude, light skin, you know what I mean? I mean? If he was famous, I'm sure he would get love, but not like he'd get love. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, he's Steph Curry. Whole, whole so, you know, the the level of attention that he getting, she'll never she can never get that at the at the just the balance of their relationship. You know, I don't care what she does. She'll always be Steph Curry's wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like you may touch the point about the big dope dealer in town. The popular guy, yeah. you know what I mean, where you got a, a man who's popular and everybody's la 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 la, and and it's, it's another part of that too, because of where he's at, he's so respected, people don't even want to look at his girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You see what I'm saying? And Steph Curry is the type of guy, you know, and go and go. I'm sure the circles that they they're in. Yeah. Cats ain't, you know, they 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 on their best behavior because yeah. they have a lot of respect oh, for her husband, yeah. and they're not going to get, you know, give the attention like, especially when they know who they are. You yeah. know, you're gonna have some assholes that's gonna say whatever, whatever. But I'm sure if she was traveling in another uh, another area, another section where they might not know who she is or something like that, she it, it might not be the same. You know, so there's a lot of things yeah. that can weigh into that. But too. I just think people should just try. To like understand, like when when somebody says something like that, you know, she, she may not feel like that. I doubt she feel like that every day of the week. You know, I'm probably sure it's like <laughs> moments where she feels like, wow, you know, cats don't even turn around looking. She probably looking. And she probably feel like, well, before I was with him, this, that, and third, it is easy to lose who you are because first she was Stephen Curry's baby mom. Now you're Stephen Curry's wife. So even if you branch out on her own, which she has, what she has you know yeah. what I'm saying? she's still going to be, oh, you know Steph Curry's wife she does this? Is, yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And me, I've, I understand if that's the case, I can understand because I felt some way with people like, hey, ain't you such and such baby mama? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. You know what I'm saying? I'm Lisa and I have a child with him. Say that's it. who I am. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Don't put me in that same category. <laughs> Give me my own title. So I can understand. Well, Patrick Buckboy Cole just chimed in. He said, when a married man says that he wants the attention of other women to see if he's still got it, then he's filed. Well, see, that's the thing. This, this, this is the, the catch. Now, I'm not, I don't want to paraphrase what she said, but I, she's not necessarily saying she wants the attention. She's wondering why she's not getting the uh-huh. attention. I bet you she got a whole bunch of attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Her deal is blowing up right now. And, 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 and it is a, it is a, that is a good terrible. <laughs> yeah. Hey, somebody posted Happy Mother's Day, Aisha Curry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was that? me. <laughs> that was me. Hey, just so y'all, if y'all just tuning in, we're talking about Aisha Curry and her comments on Red Table Talk. She said, something that really bothers me and honestly has given me a sense of a little bit of insecurity is the fact that, yeah, there are all these women like throwing themselves at them. But me, like the past 10 years, I don't have any of that. She said uh, on a Facebook show, I have zero. This sounds weird, but like male attention. So then I began to internalize it and I'm like, is something wrong with me? Uh, but it'd be nice to know that like someone's looking. I I just want to dovetail off what you said, Derek, and, and, and what you said, Lisa. I think both of y'all raised valid points. You know, I think that when you're a high, you're in a high-profile relationship. I mean, your husband Steph Curry, one of the best basketball players on the planet, uh, what three-time champion, mm-hmm. uh, two-time MVP, two-time MVP. You are going to get overshadowed, and you not getting attention is more of a call or more of a respect to him. Uh, people saying, you know what, this Steph Curry's wife, I'm not going to overstep my bounds. For one, like somebody said, what, I'm going to talk to you just so you can shoot me down? Mm-hmm. You know, right. no. Nah. I mean, really, what what, what could I bring to the table? It's almost probably like how Beyonce feels in her relationship with Jay-Z. You know, where it's like, okay, this guy's a billionaire. Why would I even, yeah, she fine, she all this, but why would I even waste my time trying right. to talk to her? What, what, what could yeah. I bring to the table? You know, so, you know, and Aisha Curry's defense, I'm going to say this in her defense, She's a she's a nice looking young lady, um, but 
she was probably always the girl who got a lot of attention, who had the chance to say, oh, no, or these guys thirsty, everybody DMing me mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. You see this with so many women. They post all these pictures all the time on Facebook, and they talk about thirsty dudes. Well, who thirsty? You or these dudes? If you sit here, every time I look on there, you got cleavage and everything showing out, but then you're getting upset that these guys are coming at you. This is what you're throwing out. That's not to say what Aisha was doing. She could have just been living her life. But she was used to being a popular, pretty girl. So now you get with this popular, pretty man. This popular, famous, wealthy, pretty man. Well, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, it, your your attention does go down. It's not like you're any less beautiful. I, I think she's a nice-looking girl. You know, she's like a little girl to me. You know, little, yeah, yeah. little old fat face, cute, cute, <laughs> round-haired little girl. But uh, she, she, you, you're a good-looking woman. I mean, even sitting next to his mom. His mom is beautiful. When, when they were showing him in their first championship, everybody like, who's the woman sitting next to him? That's that his little sister. Mm-hmm. That was his wife. But... That's where I think it all started. It's just like, it's more of a respect. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And the fact that you used to, guys trying to come on to you, you got to shut them down. I'm, I'm Steph Curry's wife. Now, please, you, what, what could you do for me? So a lot of guys are probably not even trying to talk to you. It has nothing to do with the fact that you're any less attractive. You had three children, you're still a beautiful woman. Uh-huh. You started your own business. It's not like you're just living off your husband's fame. Yeah, maybe that opened some doors, but you got to have some real talent. She's on mm-hmm. the cooking show. She's mm-hmm. the whole nine. This, this young lady's doing her thing. You know, I'm not going to minimize that. And for people who have never been married to have comments, that's just amazing. Marriage is a whole different animal. Uh, you walk around feeling like, you know, you don't feel special, this whole thing. Until you've done it, you can't judge it. And you can't tell someone how to feel. And just because her husband's wealthy, money doesn't replace exactly. emotions. We, we like to equate money to happiness. Mm-hmm. Money is not happiness. He can have all the money in the world. To be real with you, whatever he got, she got 50% of it if she walk away. So mm-hmm. she's just as rich as he is. If she decided to divorce him tomorrow, they live in California. Right. California is a 50-50 state. That's a dollar state. Uh-huh. She is paid. So she doesn't have to put up with anything. In his defense, he is a good husband. I've never heard anything uh-huh. about him being out in the streets or doing anything wrong. So in that way, yeah, she's feeling fortunate. And I understand a lot of women saying, well, if I had that, I wouldn't even be thinking about that right, right. Uh, that's attention. Not, that's not even real. Yeah, yeah it's not, that's not real. Because uh-huh. them same females that are saying that, when they do is liking chicks up, on Instagram. Yeah. They do is liking chicks on Facebook and watching them twerking videos <laughs> and them porn videos. They over there crying, well, you don't be telling me you love me. <laughs> you don't tell me I'm going to do in this dress. Girl, bye. Yeah, let me tell <laughs> you. You won't be feeling just as insecure, if not more insecure as her. Girl, bye. Look. None of us got a chance to get with Halle Berry. Ain't none of us got a chance to get with Beyonce. So we sit there lusting. Just enjoy it. Like, yeah. And another thing I want to touch. Talk um, to me. To have attention from the opposite sex, it makes you feel good. People may not want to admit that. And that's not saying like, oh, you want male attention. Or you want female attention from the opposite sex. Or touch me, touch me. No, that's just saying like. When you walking down the street and somebody said, "Hey, you looking, you look good," you be like, "Thank you." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That make you feel Most good. You yeah. might not be like, "Oh, trying to get extra attention to get all happy yeah. with it," but Still somebody tell you right, and that's like a girl tell a guy, "Hey, you look really nice in that shirt. You got some nice muscles." Yeah. That makes you feel good. Yeah, we lose our mind. <laughs> <laughs> they my lucky day. <laughs> yeah, especially yeah, you a man. You don't yeah. get, you we'll get cop- every day. Like, we'll get yeah, cop- yeah. We'll go hey, to hey, that hey, rap school. Hey, and be like, hey, feeling for you, boy. Yeah. 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 We'll get that. We call so it when you hear that shit, you guess what happened today, boy. But see, women, since, like Chris Rock said, since y'all been 13, it's been men been trying to get at y'all. And I believe this is what she's suffering. Like, hey, all of a sudden, for all these years, before I, Steph ever was in the picture, I was I was the bomb. Right. It was me. I, of all my girls, I was the one getting all the attention. That's why he came to you in the first place. That's why you married to him. Because that is it. It's just a respect thing. The other thing is, though, we're still human. Everybody want to feel wanted. And sometimes in relationships, we take people for granted. We take each other for granted. And you don't say you're beautiful. You don't say this. And you might, you may, but it still does feel good to hear from other people. So all y'all that's judging her and talking about she want to be a jump off and all this other uh-uh. stuff, you know what? Until you live it, you you can't you can't speak on it. You know, uh, all I can tell you. What's is What's up, Con? She she real. She she yeah, was real. She, she, she was, was vulnerable. Real. She was real about it. Exactly. And, and, exactly. and she let other women who know they ain't at that plateau or not at that money level or that amount of notoriety that it's okay. I'm still human, even though y'all see me on TV daily. 
I got three children. I feel just as insecure. I picked up a little bit more weight. I did this. I did that. I feel the same way you feel. And instead of people uh, 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 feeling the same way or saying, oh, okay, she's relatable, they went on the attack. You know, shout out to you, Aisha Curry. You know what? Happy Mother's Day. That was me that sent that note. <laughs> hey, again. Yeah. I'm watching you, yeah. girl. And, you, and again, so man, it, we, you know, we we jump, we quick. You you either judging somebody, you're trying to understand. You know what I mean? Like I I just always lean on the side of understanding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of pointing the finger and trying to tell somebody or say what they should do or shouldn't do or how they should feel or how they shouldn't feel or you wrong for feeling that way. Yeah. You know, you, you I, we always say all the time, you feel how you feel. You feel how you feel. Sometimes your feelings are irrational. You know what I mean? But you feel how you feel. And if you don't deal with your feelings, then they overwhelm you and they overtake you and then you start doing stuff that you don't really want to do. Oh, you know what I mean? Be that you're not insecure. Yeah. yeah. We all have moments of insecurity. Moments. Yeah. We all have moments of insecurity. So Alright, well, hey, I'm done with that. Y'all got a comment, 330 Yes, y'all, yes, yes, y'all. D full disclosure. So Derek Lamont wins the first. Big Dick Dashley, Bobby Ritz Green, and the beautiful Lisa Lisa Burnett. And we're gonna get into Miss Lisa's topic yeah. of the week. I wanna talk about prayer. Pray. You got to pray just to make it today. (laughs) Pray. I think prayer can be one of the most selfish and self-fulfilling act, not just a Christian, but a person can do. Um, I just don't understand some people, not every single person, every single Christian. I don't want to put them all in one category, but I just don't understand their concept on prayer. Using it like a genie in the bottle. Yeah. I seen a post where the post said the post said something to the effect where ladies, if you focus on God, if you focus on God the same way you focus on man, then God will send you a man. And that that just sounds so ignorant to me. I was reading some of the comments and people was like, amen, amen, show you right, hallelujah. And that just makes so much, that just doesn't make any sense to me. So you mean to tell me that these people that go to church and find a man in church, and we've all read about these pastors who were screwing the congregation, eight Uh girls in the congregation, Uh reading read about the, uh, the guys who went to jail for human trafficking. Now these was the men in the church, these are pastors. So, for you to say something like that uh-huh. is very ignorant. Uh, we had a call coming in. I think they might have been talking about that. I used to first I used to Excuse me, we got a caller coming in. Might be a shot caller. It's 313, what's that, Detroit? We got somebody in the Detroit? You have reached. All right, Lisa. I'm sorry. Derail. You keep keep talking. Um. Yeah. For people, people pray about some of the most selfish things. Now, I'm no Christian, and I don't pray. But because I feel like praying is just pointless. What are you praying for? So how can you pray? And because that particular prayer came came to form. Now all of a sudden, God is good. God is good. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? But what about all the kids that's hungry? What about all the kids that's in situations where they need to be taken out of and God ain't done nothing for them? So your prayer for a man, your prayer for something that... Like 10,000 prayers you know what went I'm saying? up. Where'd your answer? Where do, you, where do you get all feeling like because you pray and your prayer was answered? Your prayer is way better than... I mean, yeah, what you needed was way more important than a starving kid. Yeah. I remember particularly growing up praying, praying for God to take me out of my situation that I was in. And I was in a pretty fucked up situation. Mm-hmm. And he ain't do nothing. But I remember my my friend praying, praying for a 12-speed bike, a 10-speed bike, and she got it. <laughs> and I was confused as fuck. Yeah. Like, why am I going through what I'm going through? And I go to church. I asked my dad, can I go to church? 
I'm trying to join hmm. choir. You know, I was really into it, trying to. Trying to get it on. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what I told her I was supposed to do, which I didn't even understand why I was going through what I was going through anyway. I got you. So I'm looking for guidance, but I ain't getting no answer. But this little girl next to me got this bike, though. That I didn't have no concept of that. So how can you feel as if your prayer is more important because you praying for money, you praying for some material things, but this child is praying to get out this sexual abuse situation. We got you. You know, so I just feel like people people don't think past that. People don't think rationally when they're when they're praying. That's just how I feel. It makes no sense. What do what do you feel about that? Well, I mean, if if I could chime in, I, I think that um, you know, prayer in general um, is sort of looking outside yourself for an answer. Uh, you, you look into something that is not of you. If, if I'm praying for anything, I would pray for wisdom. I, I would ask for guidance, but I would more so do it in meditating. Mm-hmm. But for those that still pray, uh, you know, sometimes you're going to have people who are going to say, hey, I pray for this and then my prayers were answered. And they might, they might be taken out of situations. Like, you know how you said you had a situation? Yeah. They might get taken out of that situation. It's that, that power of positive thought and putting that right. out there to the universe and that comes back. So you're going to have a lot of people that say, well, you know, prayer works. And in a way, they, they're kind of not wrong. But I do understand what you're saying. Like, if you're sitting there and you're doing it for selfish reasons, you know, um, what are you praying for? You know, are you using this prayer or your uh, beliefs as a genie in a bottle, like Derek just mm-hmm. said? Um, if, you, if you're doing that, then, you know, I, I, I can see what you're saying. But I believe you're going to have a lot of people who say, I prayed, mm-hmm. I hoped for it, I wished it, I wanted it, and it happened. That's still not prayer. But, I, I, I mean, I, I got you. Because that's the, the language that we have been given. Correct. But we, me, you know, I'm yeah. saying certain people, group people, people, or certain group of people know that that's not prayer. I mean, that be honest with you, people feel as if they're Christians, but real talk, you're not a Christian. There's no Christians here. Christianity is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. To be a Christian is a lifestyle. If, you're, if you really call yourself a Christian, and if you really believe in what you believe in, you wouldn't go to the doctor. If you go to the doctor, you don't have faith. Faith is to sit there at, at what, and wait for whatever happens, happens. So if you feel as if you need to pray for you to get this bill paid, or you need to pray for your mom to be cured of cancer, you're not, you're not believing in what you say because you're going outside this prayer. You're going outside your religion. Gotcha. Now, I just read a couple articles where these people had these, ba- this woman had this baby. And the baby, she had it at home. And when the baby was born, the baby was born with jaundice. So the midwife said, hey, you need to take this baby to the hospital. She's like, uh-uh, no, that's not what we do. Mm-hmm. So they prayed. And, of course, you know, she put the baby in front of the window and blew a, a, a blow dryer on the baby, and of course the baby died. Now, she is a believer, you know what I'm saying? She has faith. Mm-hmm. Now, I would call her a Christian, even though you can't be a Christian in today's world. There's no way you can literally live by the Bible, but people seem to believe that they do. I got you, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's faith. People that say they have faith and then go to the hospital when they sit, that's not faith. You're putting your hands in man's God. Are you putting your life in man's Now, can it be that people say, hey, I prayed to God, God gave me common sense, and sometimes God is like, hey, you pray for a cure for your your, your baby or whatever, and the doctor's there to help your baby. They try to use that, but that's still not faith because you're still putting your life in man's hand. Yeah, but see, what if that prayer is anointing that person's hand? And that person's hand is the hands that heal you. I mean, see, these there's so many dynamics that go into that. You know, when, when you're talking about that, hold on, those two comments. Uh, uh, Lance Ray, oh, yeah, what's up, Lance? He said, what's up, bro? Yeah, subject day, tell sister-in-law, happy Mother's Day. What's up, Slater? Happy Mother's Day. Patrick Bubberboy Cole said, every prayer, every prayer isn't a selfish prayer. Uh, intercessors pray on the behalf of others. And it is people that pay for other people. Like grandma, yeah. your grandma, a lot of people say their grandma prayed over them. And grandma's still praying for you. Even if you ain't praying for yourself, you do have people that, that pray for you. Yeah, and that's one of the first things. I said I don't believe, like, everybody. I believe, like, there are some people that in their hearts, they really do feel as if they're doing the mm-hmm. best. You know, but really, you're not praying to anybody. You're just, just praying to your imagination. Now, 
because your prayer comes true, that's just you giving that energy, that positive energy you believe in, manifesting. That's all that is. Correct. You know, but people seem to believe that they pray to God and their prayers came true. How is it that God can answer pointless prayers, but he's not going to answer meaningful prayers? Well, what happens when he does answer, or in their mind, he does, and I'm saying he, but you know what I mean, uh, answers a meaningful prayer. What if they say, I pray for an end of this war, and all of a sudden, it's up, like in a, a conflict, a mm -hmm. conflicted country. And then they're like, hey, I prayed for this, and it happened. It just happens to be that they were praying at the time that the war was ending. Yeah, there were steps. There were steps that led up to the prayer. I mean, for the war to stop ending. But you could see how like somebody could get ingrained in that, entrenched in that. So it's like when you're, it's a it's a hard argument mm -hmm. because now you're you're going for a belief, mm -hmm. and then you you take a belief system that we may have, and then you're applying logic to something. Belief is not logical. I was getting ready to say you can't you can't have a logical conversation with someone who is really hard and hard and hard into their their belief because that's the whole point of religion is got not to get you to not think logically. So what what is the point of prayer? What should they be praying about? You didn't pray at all. I mean, but if you're gonna pray, if if I was gonna pray, not saying like that would be all my prayers, but why why aren't people praying for? World peace. Why aren't people praying to stop human trafficking? Why aren't people praying to, to stop these things? Gotcha. You know, I feel like the way I think and the way I feel manifestation works, if there was enough people praying for more positive things, happen. it would happen. I but instead, there's not enough people praying for positive things. How is it that these celebrities and these singers is praying, they rich, they getting all this, all these things that a lot of us want, but you praying for it and you doing more positive things, you might be going to church and feeding the hungry and got a good heart, but then you ain't got none of that. Mm -hmm. But these people is doing all the opposite things that you doing, but they eating. So mm -hmm. what God are they praying to? How are y'all praying to the same God? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That people don't think that deep into it. No, no, that's pretty deep. Derek, what's your thoughts? Mm -hmm. Was it James fourteen? Uh -huh. James fourteen twenty six. <clears throat> Faith without works is dead. dead. I've said it before. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. One thing I know: you can pray all you want, but if you don't put no work into you, it's 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 dead. It says it right there mm -hmm. in your Bible. You know what I mean. So you you know you could pray. But yeah, I mean, pray is cool. You know, it makes us feel better sometimes in a situation where. You know, you can't do nothing but. You know, it's out of your hands, so you, you you know, you pray because it makes you, gives you hope. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But, but like you said, if I'm sick, I can pray for being well, but I got to take my eyes to the doctor. Mm -hmm. And then I, and on top of that, I need to take care of myself. Correct. You know what I mean? I can't just pray for health. And I'm eating Doritos and nachos and Oreos and drinking whiskey and, and smoking cigarettes. You know, you can't you know pray, pray for some yeah, and exactly, smoking like, <laughs> you, exactly. You can pray. I could pray for a job, but if I don't put no resumes in, you know what I mean. So the bottom line is, you have to put. You have to. You have to. Whether you meditate, whether you pray, whatever it is, it's good to put the energy out there. But if you don't work toward whatever it is, you know, if somebody died, have a somebody have a death. You know what I mean? Somebody in your and somebody family you know. You know, you can pray for them, yeah. But it'd be nice if you send them some money, or it'd be nice if you go over there and you know ask them if they need anything. You know what I mean? Don't just sit there and pray for me. Come over and knock on my door. Give me a call and ask me, do I need something? You know, it take it's work. You know, you got to do something. You know, you, you some things is out of our control, but you can still yeah. do something. So praying itself ain't going to get you jack shit. It's just not. You know what I mean? You can pray, and, and it might make you feel good that minute. But unless you take action mm -hmm. to whatever it is, you know what I mean? If you want to, like you said, if you want to pray for world peace, well, start by having peace in your own home. You know what yeah. I mean? Start by yeah. not being a, a motherfucker robber rouser and troublemaker. Why you talking about you want oh. peace in the world, but you keep shit going at home, oh. mm -hmm. you keep shit going at work. Oh. So you you gotta you know start with yourself. 
Social. And make make try to use yourself to make the world a better place. Do stuff mm-hmm. for people in your family. Do stuff for other people. Mm-hmm. It all starts with you. You know the the, the praying is I whatever. Wait for you to start singing, man. In the <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, man. Man. Yeah. It's, it's time to make a change, man. What's up, Samir yeah. Bay? What's going on, Gabriel? Ramos? So you know, like I say, faith without work is dead, man. Say it right there. So you know, the faith is dead if you don't put no work with it. It's just it's what it is. Mm-hmm. So you can pray to the moon and back. Yeah, I think another thing that just kind of just baffled my mind, so to say, is when someone is sick, someone is dying, and it's like, oh, let's pray for her. Pray. What are we praying for? People say, are we going to pray to the God that gave them the disease, or are we praying to the God that cured them? Because either We're way, praying for whatever happens. Because <laughs> if they died, then they were supposed to die. God wanted another age. Y'all going to hell. Hey, <laughs> hey Carla, you on a full disclosure show? Hello? Hello, hey, you on a full disclosure show? Hi, first of all, I want to tell Lisa, happy Mother's Day, it's Jack Hayes. Oh, hey, Jackie. Happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day to you, too. Thank you. Um, It wouldn't let me comment, but I have a comment on the first subject and the second. Go for it. So the first one with Aisha, let me see if I can remember, because that's what I called in for before. But I don't see anything wrong with her saying what she said. That's the problem with relationships and marriages now. It's not an open ground of communication. So people take it personally and say, like, well, you know, having other men compliment me is kind of flattering. And having another woman compliment a man is flattering, and it's okay to say that. Because if that is flattering to that person, what is wrong with that? It shouldn't, people shouldn't have a problem, or it shouldn't be an issue for people saying what makes them feel good or makes them feel comfortable, because that's not a real marriage or a relationship. It's like, what makes me happy? If it makes me happy and run a relationship, that should be okay, as long as it's not hurtful to you. If there should be no issue with that. So that's what I feel with that. There's nothing wrong with what you said. As women and as men, we all feel that way. So people acting like they don't, that's corny and it's fake. Just like we said, it's fake, period. You put on nice clothes and nice outfits to get noticed and to get glances. And, you know, people will look at you and say, oh, that's a nice outfit. Compliments make everybody feel good. Mm-hmm. And when you don't get them, you understand what they mean and... You know, with the life thereof, you're like, oh, wow. So am I not looking okay? Am I not still pretty? Do I not still got it? Everybody like needs that confirmation. It doesn't mean that she wants sex from another man. It doesn't mean that that attention isn't just as valuable. It just means that she needs to feel it just randomly from people who aren't obligated to give her that attention. Once you're married, that person is almost obligated to fulfill all those needs. So I feel like that's the mm-hmm. my comment for the um, the Steph Aisha is the situation. I, I could agree with that. You know, mm-hmm. hey, no no person is one thing to everybody, yeah. and sometimes it is good to have some outside sources kind of confirming that. Now, what was your second comment, Miss Jackie? What's your second comment? Okay, my second comment was for the um, the prayer situation. Now, uh, me and Lisa actually talked about this before when I lived in Ohio. I don't I, I don't pray per se. Because one thing I don't like about prayer is the first thing when you're telling one of your friends about your issue that you're having, I'm going to pray for you. So prayer removes accountability from us. Mm -hmm. It removes accountability from the people around us. And it puts it on a a foreign God body that we don't even see. Now, understanding, like you said, and pretty much the Bible is just a metaphorical form of the original beliefs of the ancient Egyptians anyway, mm-hmm. which is still speaking into the laws of attraction. You think it, you see it, you speak it, you do it. Like that, That's you right. have to do that. So it doesn't matter how many times you pray. If you're not making any action towards it happening, Nine times out of ten, it's not going to happen. So, face without work is dead. Somebody somebody look at your neighbor and say, Faith without (laughs) work is dead. You do realize you're going to hell, though, right, Jackie? (laughs) I just wanted, I'm just trying to tell you, you're going to hell in a handbasket, and I'm going to pray for you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you down there, Jackie. (laughs) It's going to be a hell of a party. (laughs) No, go ahead. Because it, it, I, I don't want to do that. If, if you're telling me an issue that you have, 
I'm not gonna pray for you. Is this something I can do for you? Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna do it. And that's what's wrong with our society. That's the first thing anybody wants to say, especially us white people. Oh, I know your kids is you ain't got nothing. You lost your job, you about to lose your house, you can't feed your kids. Instead of me <laughs> taking a step towards helping you get another job mm-hmm. or helping you find resources, I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna pray for you and walk away from the situation because in that moment I removed accountability from me mm-hmm. and put it on God. Oh, and you right. don't think God know you need this help, so what do we keep praying for? What kind of God would make you beg for some help that he Prayers knows that up. you need? Prayers oh, up. Man. Now, you know what? Exactly. I, I'm going to say this. You know, I, I guess I always play devil's advocate. I think it's a positivity that comes with positive thought. And even though, you know, uh, mm-hmm. in, in its function, prayer itself does remove accountability. And I think that's what Derek was getting at. If you're not working towards something, like Lisa said earlier, you know, you see these people, these luminaries, they have all this stuff. And then you pray for it, but you're not really working for it. Mm-hmm. You just, you want it, exactly. but you don't want to work for it. You know, hope is not a plan. Exactly. Prayer is hope. Hope is not a plan. You have to put actions and steps towards it. But I do believe in positive affirmation. I believe that if we started as a collective, start coming together and having positive conversations, and even if we pray, meditate, whatever oh, form yeah. we do, eventually that, that stuff comes true. Your mind is very, very powerful. Right. So right. to say it's prayer doesn't work is not necessarily true. Form of saying it. Yeah. But like it, what it does is for the average person, the way they think about it. Yep. Yeah. And the way the average mind thinks about prayer, they don't see it that way. They see it as in, I'm going to put it in God's hands and I'm just going to let it rest. Uh-oh. And I'm going to rest on it. It's all up to God now. No, if you, thought, you made, you spoke it, you started, whether you speak it to God or, you know, manifest it or however everyone's belief is, you did that already. You mm. made the prayer, you made the word. You put the word into the, to the, universe. To the universe. Now it's what we're going to do. What's our action? Yeah, What's you, the plan? What's the result? How are we going to get there? See, now, now you're talking all this accountability. You want me to take steps. I'm just going to pray about it. And I ain't going to take no steps. <laughs> and it's going to happen. But, Jackie, that's why I said you're going to hell. And um, I think that everybody who heard this can agree to that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, hey, you know what? We appreciate your comment. Yeah, thanks for the call, Thank Jackie. You, thanks for the continued support. Thank you. You guys have a good day. Good too. Take it easy. Bye. Not, not to speak to your point, too. Well, we had two comments. Okay. Was Lance Mitchell said, you guys are overanalyzing the subject. Prayer changes things. Uh, Patrick Bubba Boy Cole went on to say, and you can comment on Lance's stuff in a second. He said, uh, this is just a thought. I'm not a Christian anymore, but I think this age, mental illness, and emotional issues, etc., let people believe what they want to believe in. I know some potentially dangerous people who straighten their lives up because of their newfound belief in the Lord. You could use logic and reality to show that it's nonsense, but there's a positive uh, effect to believing in a higher power. You know, uh, and then uh, Lance went on to say, prayer changes your attitudes, how you feel and think. And that's what I was actually about to say. You know what I mean? Because that's one thing. It, comments, can, it can make you feel better about mm-hmm. your situation. Correct. And... Like you said, positivity can, you know what I mean? Yeah, some that, some yeah, good right. can come out and of it. Some yeah. good can come out of it, but then again, we, it, all, it always has to be accompanied with action. Like, it's like when you go to church, right? You go to church and you might be going through some stuff and you get in church and that preacher is on that. What you were going Man, stepping all on your Step, toes. Stepping, yeah, yeah, all yeah. on. That's and you know what? And, yeah, and, and, you, and for that moment, and you feel good. And for, and for that moment, you know, that's that hope. Yeah. And with them for them couple hours when you leave church, you feel pretty good. Like, you know what, well, my situation could turn. But if you don't take the steps after that, like because that that that's that's just emotion. Yeah. That's that's gonna fade away. You're gonna feel better for that moment. But if you don't start taking the proper steps to alleviate whatever it is that you're dealing with, whether it be internal or external. All you're doing is feeling better about it for that quick minute. It's mm-hmm. like going, it's like going to the movies sometimes. That's what I do when I go to the movies. Sometimes to I used to go to the movies too. Yeah, I would be feeling certain. I used to go all the time and like by myself. Like mm-hmm. when I was feeling some way, the movies was my escape. And I would go to the movies and I would lose myself in this other world. That's right. And for that hour or two, and even afterwards, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't have to deal with nothing. You know what I mean? I had the same effect when I would go to. You know, back in the day when I would go to church, I, I kind of equated them the same way. But the thing is, if you don't do nothing, 
It don't matter what you pray about. You y'all, know what y'all mean? actually saying the same thing. You know, so yeah, it's, you know, it, it, have, actions it has to be action. And you know, I think like a genie in a bottle ain't, ain't yeah. really. And, and I think yeah. that's what and, you know. We're not talking about all prayer. Like she, yeah. she purpose now when she started off. You know, there's certain people who pray. They use the God as a genie in a bottle. They use God to for to to prayer to escape accountability. We're not talking about. Any and everything, yeah. you know what I mean. It's just, it's just certain, you know. When it, it, it is, man. When you hell, see, when you see something, man, man, it's just. Hey, remember, like, remember this, God. When you watch this podcast and Jesus uh, listed, Lord. I, but I, I, man, I tell you what, and Lord forbid, and man, right forbid now. that nothing ever happened to you know my loved ones and somebody come talking about. Oh, they in a better place than nah. I don't want to hear that bullshit. You gonna yeah. pray it? Nah, I don't, nah. I be gonna smack the shit. Hey, that the the opinions of certain people on this show does not reflect <laughs> the of everybody, everybody on this damn show. Yes, man, hey, man. But we tell it like a ti is. You already know what it is. This is D four disclosure. So situation. Don't tell me you gonna pray for me. I'm gonna lay Help hands me. on yeah. you. Uh, I, I'm gonna pray for both of y'all. I'm praying for y'all right now. Patrick Bubba Boy said, usually when people say, I'm believing in God's hands, <laughs> some people, it means they're exhausting all their resources. <laughs> and also, it, it, that's the biggest sh- shut the F up. When you sitting there and you're going back and forth with people of certain faith, and then they tell you, you know what, I'm just going to pray for you. That's yeah. their way of shutting you up. I'm just right. going to pray for you. I'm just going to pray for Girl, you. Girl, you need prayer. I'm just going to pray Girl, for you. you. I know I need prayer. That's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why you think I'm so angry? <laughs> I'm sorry, D man. Yeah, no, it's all good. It's D full disclosure show. Derek Lamont wins the first big dick dashly rich green and a little lady of the house, Miss Lisa Burnett. And uh we're gonna go ahead and end it like this, man, a little on a light note on in lieu of Mother's Day. You know, we do top five, so what we gonna do right here is go back. And we're going to give our top five TV moms of yes. all time. All right, we you know what I mean? Top five TV moms of all time. And I'm going to set this thing off. Let me see if I can find my list here. You know what I mean? I already know we're going to start with number five. And, uh, you know, I had to, I had to, you know, I had to uh, put my obligatory, we, you know, we, we got to... Uh, 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 we got to put the white, our white mom in here. You know what I mean? We got, so my number five would be Carmela Soprano. Miss played by Edie Falco on the Sopranos. I have one of my favorite shows. And for, you know, her to raise two gangster kids <laughs> with gangster ass, gangster, you know what I mean? Hold it down with everything, his cheating everything. She's one of the strongest women. Period that I've ever seen. The way she played a role, I love Miss Soprano. Number four, Miss Vivian Banks. Oh, yeah. The Fresh Prince of Bel The first Vivian. The first Viv. You know what I mean? Not the second. Well, we're going to get a second one some love, too. You know, we're going with the first one, baby. That's my number four shot. Number three. Miss Mary Jenkins, you know what I'm saying, played by Miss Marley Gibbs on 227. Yes, indeed. Number two, Rochelle from Everybody <laughs> Has Trash. <laughs> One of the realest mamas ever on, yeah, on, on television. television. And, and I'm sure we ain't looked at we ain't looked at none of our lists, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm a guest. Yeah, yeah. The number one TV mom of our time is Miss Clara Huxtable. Yes, sir. Played by Miss Felicia Rashad. What else can we say about Miss Clara Well, she represented black women so lovely back in the yeah, day. She was just all out of the bag of chips. So that's my top five. Feel free if y'all watching it to give y'all top five lists. And we can read them right here on the show. Yeah, call in, call in. So who wanna who want who wanna go next? Uh, yeah, I can go next. I'm I'm sitting right next to you. You might as well go in. You know, all right. I got some honorable mentions. You know me before I get into my thing. <laughs> That's how you mention. cheated those. Yeah, yeah. That, you know what? I'm gonna go to my number five. Nah, you it. don't No, know. I'm gonna write to my number five. This is gonna mess y'all up. But Mrs. Cunningham on Happy Days. Okay. Well, that was my girl. I love Happy Days. She played a role. She stayed in the pocket. You know, she had to handle her Miss, son, Mrs. Richie. C. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> that's the, hey we show that. What, what's the, the memes? We Happy yeah, Days yeah, on. Yeah, that's how old I am. <laughs> hey, Mrs. C. <laughs> wow. We Happy Days on. I'm so old, I know who Potsy is. <laughs> so, Mrs. Cuddy, she held it down. 
My number four was Rochelle from Everybody Hates Chris, played by the beautiful Tashina Arnold. Y'all know her as Pam from Martin. Girl got, I mean, she was just the perfect mama. I, I saw my mama in there. I saw mm -hmm. every black woman that I grew up with in Rochelle. Matter of fact, she could have been higher on this list. I should say my list only got really one number one, so you take out as is. She number my number four. My number three was Aunt Viv mm. from the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I take both of them, but the first Aunt Viv did just had yeah. just a certain. We can't we can't hold it against the second Aunt Viv. Yeah. They just they, substituted her with it. You know what I'm saying? We can't hold it. They had to throw some more light skin on there. You know oh. how it was. Number two. Was Florida Evans from yes. Good Times? Yeah. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. Florida. Say what you will about Florida. Yeah. She loved him, kid. Yeah. She loved him, kid. Hey, that, that, that was the best, the cleanest project house I ever seen. It was. It was. In my life, she was the most honest person. When JJ used to find stuff, she used to always make him return it. So she oh. had a heart of gold, and she was a boss. So, so Florida Evans. And number one has to be the beautiful Felicia Rashad, Mrs. Clara Huxtable yes. on the Cosby Show. Let me tell you how much of a, a, a good play wife she is. She was down for Bill on television. She was down for Bill in real life when he went through this trouble. Felicia Rashad, beautiful, intelligent. Clara Huxtable, number one to me, TV mom of all time. Yes, sir. I knew you was going to say Florence. Lord, <laughs> I kiss all her necks. <laughs> Rest in peace. Hey, she's a countless actress. She she was she she, she passed away a millionaire. Mm -hmm. She she left uh she left a dynasty. Mm -hmm. Love you, Florida. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and do my list. So I'm gonna start from the bottom. My number five mom. I can't remember her name, but it was the mom for What's Happening. Y'all remember that show? Yeah, Three What's Happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they kicked her off after one season. What was her yeah. name? Uh, Mel Mabel. Mabel. Mabel, Mabel King. King. And, Mabel she, King. and she played uh, the Evelyn in the uh -huh. mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah. She was like one of my favorite moms. Flushed um, her down the dog on the toilet. And <laughs> <laughs> um, Then I had Roseanne from the Roseanne show. I can see that. Um, Rachel from Everybody Hates Chris and Sophia Petrillo from uh, The Golden Girls. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Sophia Petrillo. Yeah. Hey, she kept a trill. She Sophia did. The she girl. did. Yeah. Yeah. And my number one pick, of course, was Claire Huxtable. Yeah, that's pretty much going to be the best mom of all time. That's the first consensus number one we yeah. had on the list. That Claire Huxley. Honorable mention to Peg Bundy. You know what I'm Peg saying? Bundy, honorable Bundy. mention to yeah. Peg Bundy. Hey, I'm going to just throw it out there, man. Lois Griffin. You got to put up with Peter. <laughs> I don't know. She right there with Mara Simpson. <laughs> both, both of your husbands are imbeciles. So you, you, you were able to stick in there I, I, with bad respect. And another. What was the mom from uh, Family Matters? Yeah, she almost made the list. She, she did. She, yeah, she was a good mom. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know who else too was on my Mrs. list Winslow. as I put my my list together. She kept bumping down, but Moise, uh, uh, not Moise. Uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, Cheryl. No. Nah. Uh, Monique. 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 Yeah, Mary Monique. Show yeah, was yeah. the one before okay. it was Moise. Yeah, she, yeah. It was yeah. She yeah. was Patrick Boy Boy Close said uh, Florida Evans and Mabel King. That's my mama. Hey, yeah. yeah, that's my mama. Yeah, that's yeah. the show that she was on yeah, for the longest, longer, longer than uh, yeah. uh, What's Happening. And he said, no, uh, What's Happening. But she was on That's My Mama. You remember, uh, dang, man, what's some other good mom? Hey, man, June Cleaver was all right, too. Uh, I'll leave it to be. Hey, man, you want to go back that way, we can go to... Uh, uh, the Brady Bunch mom. Man, you come on, yeah. Bunch. The Brady Bunch mom. You, you know, know what I'm saying? What was the other one? With all the other kids, the Partridge family. Partridge family. family. Yeah. Or, 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 or what, was it? what was my girl? Was it Bonanza? <laughs> he said Peg was the worst. He <laughs> <laughs> said Peg was the worst. Uh, she she, she knew what the oven yeah, was used yeah. for. Hey, What's up, Dwight? What was uh, Bonanza? What was the mom on Bonanza? Was it Bonanza? No, Bonanza yeah, ain't have a mom. Because no. it's, it's uh, uh, okay. What was, what was the, the gray haired woman? Uh, it was the Western. I can't remember. It wasn't Bonanza. Gunsmoke? No, nah, it went gun smoke. It'll Shiny. come to me. You talking about Mom Pa Kettle? Yeah, well, Mom Pa Kettle. Hey, what's the mama from uh, the Beverly Hillbillies? I forgot her day. She was all right. Um, hey, honorable mention to the people who didn't have kids. Uh, what's her name from Facts of Life? 
Um, the white lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, she was the... Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. she was on different strokes at first. Mm-hmm. She really raised them kids. She did. She raised them kids. So, I can't think of her name right now. I can't now. think of her name either. I can her see her, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Alice from Alice, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, you, everybody think of Mel's Diner, and they think of uh, the one that said, Floor, uh, Kiss My Grits. The, the, Alice, speaking Alice of the honorable mothers, the mother from uh, Give Me a Break. Yeah, Nell Carter. Nell Carter, Nell Carter, Nell Carter, Carter. Yeah, yeah. Nell Carter, yeah. I know it's a mama we miss it, uh, that, it is. that everybody, somebody screaming at the uh, mm-hmm. thing, like, ah, man, why didn't you mention blah, blah, blah. So, hey, y'all, if y'all got some other uh, TV moms, uh, Claire Huxable was the clear number one. Derek, could you do a top five again to remind them? Your- my top, my five, uh, number five was uh, Miss, Miss Soprano off The Sopranos, Hardcore Mom, number four. Mrs. Garrett, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fact you my boy Cole just said it. God damn it, what was my number four? I can't even remember, I can't even remember my own list. Uh, <laughs> so, sure, I wrote it down this yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can, number four, number three was Marty Gibbs. Number four was Aunt Viv. Number mm-hmm. three was Marty Gibbs off 227. Number two was uh, Rochelle off Everybody Hates Chris. And number one is uh, Miss Huxtable. Yeah. My number five was uh, Mrs. Cunningham from The Happy Days. Number four was Rochelle from Everybody Hates Chris. Number three was Aunt Viv from The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Number four was Florida Evans from Good Time. And number one was Claire Huxable from The Cosby Show. Okay. My number five was Mabel King from What's Happening, Roseanne from The Roseanne Show, Rochelle from Everybody Hates Chris, Sophia Petrillo from The Golden Girls, and Claire Huxtable from The Cosby Show. Man, that's it. That's it. I love to see uh, some other people's top fives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, put y'all top five in, in the comment section during the week if y'all don't catch us live. You know, I know a lot of people watch us, you know, after the fact. So, you know, when you comment, give us your top five moms and leave whatever comments or, or thoughts or whatever stuff y'all want us to talk about. I know people be inboxing me stuff, you know, yeah, what I mean? a lot yeah. of things that we. Yeah, send us some subjects. Yeah, send us some subjects, you know, and we talk about whatever's on your mind and. You know what I mean? We try to keep this thing rolling, and I uh, uh, want to thank everybody that participated. You know, we try to keep the fire comments, the fire topics coming in. You know, yeah. but y'all got some stuff, and, and, and we love guests. guests. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We love guests, man. So come on. You know what I mean? I invited a few people that got scared. You know, yeah. don't be scared. <laughs> don't be scared. You scared? Yeah. Come to church. Come on, man. You know what I mean? You know, he be talking about us, though. I would say what it said this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, yeah, you know, just get get uh, criticism, comments, whatever, you know what I mean. Inbox if you know us and uh, and put some comments on the thing, and, and and you know, we try to tell it like a ti is. Keep that funk coming, you know what I mean. Keep hitting you with that funkadelic, you know what I'm saying. So again, man, thanks. Yeah, we thanks. know Facebook blocking y'all from putting comments up. Don't worry, y'all put them up after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And once again, man, happy Mother's Day to all the moms. You know, I remember one day I was thinking, man, and, and I was thinking, trying to find a word that was more substantial than love, because love can be so, you know what I'm saying? Love, mm. you know, take it like, what, what what, can I say that is more than love? You know what mm. I mean? Like, uh, what word could I give? And, and then what the word that came to mind was mother. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, a mother... Can't beat it. I mean, as you know what I mean? Like, you, I can't even... It's not a love greater. Yeah, I can't even substantiate and put it into words, you know, the love of a mother and how important women are and mothers are in this society and all y'all that's done a great job, beautiful moms. My hat goes off to you, you know what I mean? I know it's hard. You know, don't let nobody tell you otherwise. That hold yourself down, hold your kids down. I don't know where I would be without a single mom that held me down, See you know that. what I mean? Yeah. And... All the love in the world goes to you. Patrick Bubba Cole said, number one, Ethel May Cole. That's that shout out to Ethel May Cole. Happy Mother's Day, Mrs. Cole. Yeah, shout out to Ethel May Cole. Happy Mother's Day. All the mothers out there, we love you. You know what I mean? Shout your mama out. Throw your mama in the comments. Throw your mama, yeah. We leave your mama name out while we on. Yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, again, thanks again, y'all, man. This is the Full Disclosure Show. 
I'm Derek Lamont Williams, the first Big Dick Daphne, Rich Green, Lisa Lisa, Little Lady, the house. Catch us on Stitcher, the podcast, on Stitcher, Yes Indeed, uh, 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 Spotify, Apple Tunes. We all over the place, you know what I mean? Listen to us during the way. Share the segments, share the podcast. We try to blow this thing up. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, y'all. Boys breaking all the rules. Even though you was a crack fiend, mama. <laughs> My mama was no crack feet. I just like that part. Yeah. Oh, don't get like, I heard you said I smoke crack on your show. Yeah. I just sued all day. Hey, we love y'all, man. Peace. Bitch, you read. Hey, I see the penitentiary one day.